We're holding in Perik Mem, and we're still learning about the difference between mitzvahs bekavana and mitzvahs shaloi bekavana. And like the Tanya told us, that kavana means with the intent to use the mitzvah as a vehicle to attach oneself to Hashem. And we learned many times at length about the differences between mitzvahs bekavana and shaloi bekavana, and what that means, and what are the different types of kavana, and how are they inspired. So now in Perik Mem, the Tanya begins the Perik with a little bit of a technical difference between in the Oilamas al between what's called the Hechalas and the Sphiris, which is something that really the Tanya mentioned in Perik Lamates. We did not go into it because it's a little bit technical, and we won't go into it here either for the same reason. We'll just continue on Nun Dalit Ahmed Bey's in the middle of Perik Mem, where the Tanya asks Akasha. We're saying that Torah learnt, or mitzvahs, or tefillah, without kavana, doesn't go and affect and connect in the Ilamas al to the same place as mitzvahs b'kavana. So the time is really asking Akasha. We say that We say that the, we, we learned in the whole series, in the whole Sefer HaTanya, we're learning that the Torah is the Ratan of Hashem, and the Ratan of Hashem is one with Hashem. And therefore, we said that when a person does a mitzvah, or when a person learns Torah, he's connecting direct with the Ratan of Hashem, and he's, it's not hindered or hidden by the Oilam Hazet, because we said that Oilam Hazet itself is a creation of Hashem. So what's the difference between a mitzvah and everything else that's in Oilam Hazet? They're both creations of Hashem. So we said many, many times that the whole of Oilam Hazet is Hashem's hit, presence is hidden. But, but, but in Torah, since Torah is the Ratzon of Hashem, so when your person learns Torah, or he fulfills Torah by doing a mitzvah and bringing Ratzon Hashem into the world, he's connecting with Ratzon Hashem in a non-hidden form. It's in a re- revealed form. So how can we say that that Torah, when it goes up to the Elam Esel and we know that that Torah is Ratzon Hashem, and it's, and it's one with Hashem, so how could it be that there's differences in that same Ratzon Hashem, that's Ratzon Hashem Begilui, it's a revealed form of a Ratzon Hashem, and Hashem and His Ratzon are one. So how could there be differences in, in the level of the Torah, in the level of the connection of that Torah when it goes back to Olam Haba and it connects itself to Hashem? How could there be differences? It's all a gilu, it's all revealed Ratzon Hashem. And the answer is what, what we would expect. The same way there are differences in revelations of anything in Hashem. means in the Olam Yonim, let's say. There's different levels, there's different categories and different madregas, even though over there they're experiencing a revealed form of the presence of Hashem. And that presence gets filtered down. And it gets so much filtered down that when it comes into this world, we don't see Hashem at all. So true, when a person learns Torah, the words that he's saying are a connection to Hashem. And they're not as much hidden as when a person would lahavdal speak dvarim betelim, if a person would just talk, that's completely klipas noiga. That's completely a hester and a hiddenness from Hashem. But when a person speaks the words of Torah, so there is a revealed aspect that the words that he's speaking are words that naturally connect themselves to Hashem. The presence of Hashem in these world in these words is much less hidden. True, it's revealed, but still in the level of the connection to Hashem means means the Tanya is clarifying for us what does it mean different levels of connecting to Hashem and he's identifying that it means 
that it comes from different levels in how hidden Hashem's presence was in the original act. Meaning, when a person speaks Dvaram B'Telem, Hashem's presence in those words are completely hidden. You don't see any part of Hashem in it. When a person speaks Divir Torah, but it's Shaloi B'Kavana, so then the words are going through a channel of the guf, they're going through the channel of the hiddenness of this world, of the Klippas Noiga, and therefore they're in like a mixed state. They're words of Torah, so they naturally have a certain connection to Hashem, but they still have to go through that channel of being hidden behind the guf and be hidden behind the koiches of the guf and the klipas noiga of the guf and the hester that the guf, the hiding that the guf puts onto everything that, that, that it produces because you don't naturally see in it Hashem's rotsin. But if a person learns Torah with kavana, and here's the added point that the Tanya is really adding, when a person, and explaining to us how how this kavana serves as wings to make the mitzvah fly up, when a person learns Torah b'kavana, what he's doing is, his whole intent behind the action is to connect to Hashem. So his, his whole klipas noiga, his whole guf, his whole body, his whole, his whole rutzen, his whole drive, is all a part of the rutzen Hashem. So the, there's nothing hidden here. When a person learns Torah Shaloi B'Kavana, so the Torah itself is a revealed connection to Hashem, but the fuel behind it, the action of the body that's doing this, is still in a hidden form, it's still in a Hester state. But when a person learns Torah B'Kavana, the Kavana means that his whole drive and rotsen, his whole Klippas Noiga is fueled by a will to connect to Hashem. And therefore, he takes the 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 whole hiddenness of the guf, and he includes all of that into the mitzvah. And that's what gives the mitzvah that power to be completely revealed that it's the Ratzon Hashem. And therefore, when it goes up to the Elam it functions in that way as a complete revelation of a Ratzon Hashem.